Rubbishness there from me, but you know, it's, it's the blood wise man. I blame it on the blood. I blame it on the blood. I'm glad. I'm glad someone. I'm glad someone's feeling all right, man. I think we're all in a bit of stress, man, today. Yeah, what's wrong with you, boys, man? You know something. This is this is this is life. Someone <laughs> said to me today, right? They said, right. There's a there's a thing that you can go to on Google. Yeah. And you can type in. Uh, let me see if I can find it. And what this guy's basically saying, you thought, if you want a reality check about life right now, yeah. right? Um. Right, go to Google. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do write, this. Write, write down the difference between on paper the difference between your age now and 75 years. Then Google how many days are in the years, and if that doesn't tell you what? that you ain't got that much time to be fanning around and spending wait time there. being wait, 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 wait. Sorry, how, 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 how old are you now? Okay, I'm 37. Right, so 37 take from 75 take away 37. What's that? That's 38 times 365 by 38. Yeah. Times 365. Let me see. This is even easier. You got the same time as you've already had, pretty much. You got one, you got 13,870 days left, mate. Is that it? Yeah, to be 75. Now, you know what I mean. Yeah, you can be stressed, you can be angry, and life's so a bitch, 50, but you know something. Spend, spend most of that time positive, man. Simon, I feel, mate, Simon, I feel your pain because I've been stuck in that traffic before, that West Bromwich Albion traffic, and it's one of the it's one of the moments in the year where I hate Albion, hate their fans, and anything to <laughs> it's do with It's not even that, you know, it's not even <laughs> what, that that, that got it? me, G. It's not what even that. It? It, was, it was a combination of that. It's the fact that I got sent out um, to, to Coventry. I was meant to go Tamworth, but then another guy did my run to Tamworth and that because he was back before me. Then yeah. they sent me up with, with, with 20 pallets to take up to, to, to Coventry. And when I got up there, in fact, firstly, I got stuck in a traffic jam on the way up there. So I yeah. got there late. And then they only wanted three pallets anyway. They said, the rest of these ain't booked in. We're not having them. And that's oh, why I was Lord. waiting for two hours, four back at the yard for oh, them pallets. So they didn't even Lord. book it in. They lied to me telling me, oh, desperate. We're desperate. You know what I mean? Like, to get it off. So my company lied to me. Got me to go yeah. Coventry. Then I yeah. got stuck in a traffic jam. Then I yeah. did one. Then I got stuck in another traffic jam on the way back, yeah. all the way from. And then the, the Albion traffic when I was five yeah. minutes from work. Mate, I've, I've had to come off M4, um, M5 at West Bromwich. They took it down to one lane and took us all off. And then, they've, you know, the dual carriageway going down to Smithwick. That's yeah, yeah. also been one lane as well. Yeah. So. Man, it took me like 45, I think it was a couple of weeks, it took like 45 minutes to get off the motor. Man, my face was long like you wouldn't believe, man. It was <laughs> I was man, sat I feel, on that island. I feel you pain. I feel you on pain, that man. island, bro, I was sat on that island and I could not actually see for the whole time I was there. So, so I literally came off. I didn't see a car move. Like, I don't know. I, I only seen our cars move. Like I could see the next four or five cars in front of me move yeah. maybe four feet. But and it's not all the way around the island that every junction was just jammed. Yeah, mate. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, look, man. <laughs> 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 Actually, them, that, that message you said. 
Zach, can we list that message? Can we list that message again, please? On, on air. I do right? play. I do play. I'll play. I'll play. Okay, listen, listen. I got, I got my WhatsApp. Yeah, man, play, man. Listen, listen. This is this is this is Simon. Oh, by the way, you listen to Luck Room Talk with the husband with black uplifts, just in case you you think what are these man some crazy guys have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then listen to this message. This is Simon in in peak stress. Dude, guess who's still fucking in the truck and that man? Absolute fucking move that the f fight with somebody. I'm always gonna fight someone to Fucking guys blocking my fucking path, man. I'm fucking west on the plane, dude. I'm fucking stuck on the island. I'll speak to you in a bit, bro. That's so peak stress. You know, that ain't even peak stress, bro. I've got another one. That I sent one of my friends and that, yeah, one of my, my uh, lady friends and that next week. Bro, she caught me about, in fact, you know, it wouldn't have been a bit of a crash. In the middle of a crash. Do you know what that was there? You heard me reversing up. Do you know what it was? A guy had cut into my lane, mm. like literally to the point where, like he was blocking off my lane, but he was turning left. I don't know how he'd done it. Like he's, he's, he's facing right. He was, I think he was going to try and get around somebody and then come to the left, but he should have stayed in his lane. And now he's blocked off everything. So I'm seeing my light go and I can't go anywhere. So because it's peak traffic now and everyone's there, everyone's just jumping in the space that I would have been in. But I'm okay. a truck. I'm 35 feet long. <laughs> I ain't getting an opportunity again for time. And in the end, I thought, you know what, Carl, you're going to try and play that one. And I reversed up. And then I went round him again and I blocked him off. And the guy was literally out because I've got a side camera on my truck. Mm -hmm. He was probably about... Well, the way I described it to my friend, I said it was like a, 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 a nice thick book. You know what I mean? A 400-page book width away from my thing, man. That's how far he was away from my thing. And I was watching him in the camera, and I thought, you're either getting hit or you're moving. Like, that's his choices. So I literally, as I was speaking to Lexi on the phone, I was beeping at him, and I was, t I was, I was just moving across. I, like, I didn't care. He was going to get hit. And you'd seen him last minute, like, quickly move his car out of the way, and I got through. You know what I mean? But that was then. I was free after that. I was completely free. You know what I mean? From all of it. So you can imagine that frustration then. Like, so, this is so, the guy stopping me from getting to my destination then. This so, one, so, so the one thing, the overriding emotion that I heard in the message was um, you are at the end of your tether. And you, <laughs> made, you, you, you made a statement which was, I've got to get out of this fucking job. So, talk to me, man. That, plans are on the way I mean you'd be really happy like I took the ball by the horns um, this week I mean I, uh -huh. I don't want to go too much into it because it regards my company and their personal business but my company was hacked um, recently um, oh, shit. by professional black hats I mean to the point where they said that these people wasn't your regular Joe kind of hackers and everything this week we bought what? in guys we bought in guys from America and they were paid £1,500 an hour, and they worked about 18 hours a day, and there were six of them trying to sort this out, and we still lost everything. So what, hold on a second, you got hacked, what, what with computers yeah. or? Yeah, so basically we haven't got an IT department, and our company should have an IT department. We turn over £30 million a year. Bombo foot and backside. Yeah, so they haven't, um, they obviously had, no firewalls. In fact, we was paying for, for, for security protection and they were sending us certificates and they weren't even doing it. No. Since 2016. So these people got in and what they did originally, they do, well, I don't know what they I call it laying an egg because what they did is they, they left a listening thing in for a month 
and yeah. they basically worked out all our accounts all our payments all the people who do what everything like that and then they sent us a message they encrypted all of our stuff so they never stole anything they just encrypted it all and said basically if you ever want to see your files again we'll have two hundred thousand pound down payment if you don't do it this is the counter and it's going down now and then Damn. And they basically said, um, if you're asking why this is happening to you, um, you know, you should have had um, built-in protection and that, yeah. yeah. Basically, get over it. He actually says, get over it. The thing is, you know something? Internet, see, you see if a man can turn his hand to cybersecurity now, you know how much money they're paying them guys. Oh, man, that, well, is, the con that is the thing, that is. If you can get into that, that is something mm, different. You know what I mean? Some serious, serious contracts, man. So... I mean, Sorry, I didn't. I just wanted to skate over that because obviously this isn't the crux of the story. Um, but basically, yeah, we lost between two hundred and four hundred thousand pounds a day. Damn. Because we didn't. We had. We got two, three warehouses full of stock that we don't know whose it is, who's Damn. having it, when it's been Damn. ordered, if it's come back. Damn. Damn. We lost one point six million pounds of accounts that was owed to us. Damn. And we don't know who owes us the money. We don't know who Damn. we owe money to. We don't even know our customers' addresses anymore. Oh, we didn't know who was tracking in. God. When people weren't getting paid, like we did. Listen, mate, like it was, it was, it was the full deal. Like people Damn. there. My transport manager came in at six o'clock on the evening, and he didn't leave until seven o'clock the next evening. Me bumble. You know, I mean, twenty-five hour shift, bro. And he was back to work the next day at three o'clock in the morning. So, like, this is the way it was going. And basically, the nuts and bolts of that is like. I was meant to have an investment meeting with my, my the owner of the company. I think I've spoke briefly to you separately outside of this lovely chat. Um, say that he'd shown some interest in the business. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'd had a couple of meetings with him and I had this main one. This is the one now that I'm going to pitch the whole company in proper presentation and everything ready, ready to go. Uh -huh. And then we got hacked. <laughs> yeah, but, um, so I took the ball by the horns. I gave him a week and a half, bro. And I thought, you know, I'm, I, I can't do this. this. This is too important to me. And I still feel like it's relevant. Yeah, I pressed him, and uh, if he got back to me today to say like he wants me to meet him on Friday now after work, and we're gonna go through it. So, oh, sorted, uh, man. Yeah. So, and basically, part of that message that I'd sent him is basically saying what I said in that message. I said, you know, I'm getting worn down now by my yeah. day job, and without being big headed, like, I didn't say it like that, but basically, what I said is, look, I'm more than able to do something positive with this business now and i know what i need to do i just need to take that one step and then basically the whole shop opens out you know and we can do everything that we need to do i said so like i'm just trying to get his gauge his sort of experience and stuff like that and hopefully mm -hmm. investment but i've pitched i've got something really good for him so i'm hoping that that's gonna that's gonna bring in the much needed resources that i need so i can step back from doing my job full-time because i'm not doing this anymore. i've already decided that even if i got an agency in three days a week i'm not doing this anymore you should do that anyway dude but then again, I don't see the thing is what happens with people they think they need to work five days a week because that's what society has, has led them to believe like i'm gonna work five days a week but you do not you do know that if you take off if you work one day less a week so you're only working four days a week you don't actually lose that much money because the fifth day is basically tax so you gain money back you know, you'll only notice like a 20 or 30 pound different a week. If you just no, it will, be, it'll be more, it'll, it will be more than that. I mean, I know the difference between my four-day week and a five-day week. And I don't know if it's different in Germany, but I mean, over here, like you, you, you're paying, once you get to 65, 70 pound barrier, you're paying tax anyway. So, and that tax is specific. It's 20% or whatever your, your specific 
tax bracket is and that doesn't change it doesn't doesn't change if you get another 100 pound or if you get 50 pound it only changes when you get to the next tax bracket which is like 40 percent or something when you're earning 44,000 pounds a year or something so you, it, it shouldn't change i mean you should actually feel that day's pay say with me if i was to get paid 120 quid or something i'm going to be getting paid 90 pound or something like that so i'm going to feel a 90 pound hit or something like that or you know or, or, or after or tax yeah, hundred pound hit. Yeah, I'm gonna feel it. So you lose a hundred. So you lose about four, if you took four days off, you lose around four hundred. If I took four days off, I would take a four day week. So if you do because that would be pretty much four days a, a month. If I, if take I didn't off, really, I'd lose just under a hundred pounds for one day. That, I don't know if it'd be that much, you know. I don't know if it'd be that I've much. I've done it. I've done it. Really? <laughs> I've done it plenty of times. Yeah, I lose a lot of money if I take a day's holiday, and this is the real talking point. I only look at the day. I know we. I don't for any listener out there. I know this isn't the usual way. We're going to get onto the subject soon. Yeah. That's why we're wrapping this up. Um, my day on average is twelve to fourteen hours on average a day. Okay. If I take a day off on holiday, so basically let's calculate that out. 12, 12 hours over five days, Wayne. Come on, you're the man. Yeah, sixty hours, isn't it? Fifty-six, isn't it? Sixty hours. hours. 60 hours. Six, 60 hours. 60 hours and everything. That's, that's my usual working week. Now, oh. If I take holiday, for each day that I take holiday, I get paid seven hours. Only seven, not eight. Seven, no. Criminal. Seven. Oh, it's either seven or 7.5 because they class it as a break. You know, <laughs> and the brain, you give you a break on your holiday. <laughs> oh, no, but this is how it works. Like, this is the law. No, but this, this is the actual laughing point. Like, because if you think about it, this isn't the company that's set up. The company has to operate within the law. So it's the law that says a day's holiday is approximately, it can be seven and a half hours. So it doesn't matter that I actually work double that every single day. So when I take a day off, I actually lose two days' pay, really, in my, in, technically, or I get yeah. paid half a day's pay. So if I'm off for five days, I'll get two and a half days' pay. I actually took a whole week off and I earned under £300. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's peanuts. He wouldn't work now. for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> depends. The thing is, right now, I wouldn't work for that because I'm on like double that sort of no, thing. Jesus but Jesus wouldn't work for that. No. But, but that would work for that. Back in the day when I went, like, if, like if I lost my job now and, I, and it was all I could make, I would work for that, man. I'm a hustler. You know, I have to, I have to make ends meet, man. So, to be honest... I'm not sure like, you do it, but I'm just saying, like, it's not... If, if you take a hot... If you have to take a week off then, but then next week, which happened to me when I didn't know I was going to get paid that, the next week was my... my what I call it, uh, my direct debit week, where three of my main de- uh, direct debits go out, and that was going to take about 300 quid. No, mm. so I had to borrow money to pay my direct debits that yeah. week. And yeah. then I had nothing to live on. <laughs> so by, <laughs> by the time I borrowed out of that one, I had to pay people for money I borrowed to live on. Then I had to pay people. Yeah, spirals, in it? Pay my di- yeah. Okay, here's what, here's what you do, dude. Here's what you do from now on. For everyone who's listening, get yourself four, okay, I know that's half of everyone, three months, three months, not three weeks, three months wages stored up somewhere. That's your emergency money. Three months. So you, so if you lose your job, you've got three months to survive without, until you find the next job. You should be able to find another job in three months. So when something like, you know, with good old Cy happens where he has to pay his bills and one ex- unexpected bill comes in, you could still tap into that three months, you know, pool of money. That's how you start. That's how you... You're talking to a very specific sector of people there and that's not by choice and it's not through ignorance, I would say anyway, because you've always been disciplined for as long yeah. as I've known you. 
I remember you as a 17-year-old saving £1,500 up for your car. I remember you having shares in your company. I remember you always making moves and having equipment and stuff because you was sensible. Didn't smoke and drink. You did Just because we had nothing when we were starting. We had nothing. We grew up with nothing. Peanuts. Yeah, but I mean, you had discipline as well. Like, so you weren't going to just be easily swayed into smoking or into drinking and, and doing the whole weekend booze thing. So, like, I respect you for that. But what I'm saying is when you're speaking to a specific sect, because I can't remember what the actual percentage is, like, you know, forgive me, but say, for instance, as a point of reference, not as a fact, say if it was 40% of people in the UK, if not a higher percentage, are literally one paycheck away from having nothing. Yeah, really? Nothing. So when you're talking about, like, the saving thing, I mean, like, you're talking about, okay, the, the general rule is try and save 30%, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, three months, three months. Each week. I know people, including myself at times, I don't even have one percent of my wages when I get my wages, and that isn't because of the bad. That isn't because of a bad decision I made the week before, or the week before, or the week before. It's that's just just life. That life is so expensive, and I think that's what people forget now. Life is so expensive. You know already. I have my my little crutches and that. I smoke, and I, you know what I mean. I don't drink. I don't go out. I don't have designer clothes. I literally, so I have my little smoke. I don't have drink. I don't have. I don't have designer clothes. I drive a one point two car, and you know, what I mean, I live a very frugal life. Mino, mino, you know. I go out for one meal with my missus, probably a week and everything that I'll pay for. Um, so I would say like maybe forty quid, thirty, forty quid. So apart from that, that that dead thirty, forty quid, my smoke, and then that is that's my spending for me out of the way. The thing you know is, I mean, dude. for the week. The thing is, dude, when you break it down, though, is the possibility that you could actually say for two or three months, okay, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to live really frugal, frugal. You just told me, just told No, but I mean, I mean, like proper, like because I know you got like bills and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's you got to be aware you can the things that you do. So you yeah, you got to stop. Smoke, it. I mean, talk about like everything. Me, so, as a, as a stop. smoker, so just quickly, smoking. Yeah, but look, dude, if you could say for three months, okay, I'm not going to use the car. I'm going to ride to work. Ride a bike because then you've already saved on fuel. You've saved on fuel. Trust me, never underestimate how much fuel you put in your car in a week or a month. Trust me, because that gets expensive. Even on a one point two, man, when you're driving a lot, the mounts up, especially the short trips. If you use on the motorway more, you would use less fuel. But the short trips, yeah, but I know how much I'd save. I'd save two hundred pounds a month if it's a five week month. I spend forty pounds a week on fuel. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I spend forty pounds a week on fuel. See, that's expensive. I spend forty pound probably every two weeks on fuel. But then they are not drive as much as you. Do you know what I mean? No, you don't. So look, it's all about it's all about, it's all about lifestyle, Wayne. But yeah, it's the lifestyle. That's what I mean. Life. He has a different lifestyle from me. What 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 so is saying is, you know, even if he was to do that, build the bills. There's certain bills that are fixed. They ain't going down. They're always going to be the same. I mean, next year, guess what? They go. <laughs> they don't go down. <laughs> so if you think about it, the, the, you, 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 some some companies haven't had a pay rise for like years. Yeah, and if you do get a pay rise, it's like two percent. It's like three percent, yeah. Two, you know, two percent. Always to, under inflation. Say, yeah, always under inflation. Two percent to twenty grand is what four hundred pounds over a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Four, then, four pound then, a month. And then, <laughs> and then what's funny is they go on TV and say, "Oh, the average family will be one pound thirty a week better off." And you think? And you think one pound thirty? Maybe buy loads of bread. Sausage roll, in it? Sausage roll from Greg. I remember one time I had a I had a I had a call from Scottish Power, and I was like, "Yeah, Mister Campbell, we'll save you some money." Blah 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 blah. Like, yeah, go on, then give me a quote. Man, give me a quote. Said, yeah, we can save you. So, say my bill was a thousand pounds. Yeah, we can save you not. It cost you nine hundred and ninety pounds for the year. Hold on a second. 
You can save me 10, 10 pounds. Ten, for all the hassle. For all the hassle. Half an <laughs> hour do. time. Then again, you okay, yeah, Your time has cost you 10 pounds. You're like, you earn more than that in said, a, half an hour. I said, my friend, I spend that on lunch. I said, yeah. come back to you when you can save me 100, 200 pounds. I'm not interested in for one pound. Oh, you've saved five pounds this year, Mr. Campbell. What's that to me? <laughs> That's, what can I do with that? I can't even go to the shop and buy a meal. Look, man, yeah. look, man, give me a switch supplier for that 10 quid as well. That's what I'm saying. Give me a proper. Give me a proper change and then make me, make me impressed. If you're going to say, oh, we're going to put your money up, then put it up by a thousand pounds, not, not bloody four, 400 pounds and say, yeah, man, you're doing well. I ain't doing well because you're going to tax me more next year anyway. Because I don't know if what people realise, but you know how everyone's got to pay into the pension? Mm-hmm. Well, what happened, um, a lot of people obviously got their um, minimum wage increase. But then their pension contributions went up at the same time, so they had to pay more into their pension. So what they made on the money from the increase went into the money. That's actually a scam, isn't it? A pension hey, actually a scam, look, man. man. It's a, oh, a huge man, scam. The and the thing is, it's it's not even a good pension. I've had a few financial. Oh, I'm sorry, I've had a few financial advisors say to me, "Nah, if you've got one of them nests, don't don't put any more money into that. Let's, let's leave it to ferment and go and, fight, go, and go and do your own if you're going to do anything." Yeah, so, yeah, get a private pension. Or well, like I said, store. If you can save a thousand pounds a year, and not might it might not sound like a lot, but if you can save a thousand thousand pound a year, you might just have enough by the time you retire to to sort yourself out a little bit. Especially when you, look, most people just like a lot of people do it anyway. But you should take your pension and go and live to live in a poorer country, and only yeah, come yeah. back to England. For your like your med- medicine and your medication or whatever. Again, that only suits certain people though. You know, you're gonna talk mm-hmm. about okay, pension age now. So you're talking usually a lot of times about someone in their mid sixties. Now, somebody like me or you, or somebody even with our lives, so you with your wife and everything like that, you would do that because you've kind of got that you've always been that person. So, you know, your people know that's how you, how you operate. But say now for for somebody someone, else, someone who's never left like my stepdad now, Andy, who's very, very close with his family here now. That's what it is with 90% of these people. He wouldn't go in later life and stay away from grandkids nah, or nah. anything like that because that time is worth more than that money yeah, saved. Yeah, so yeah. again, it, it works. I mean, I get you, but yeah, I get you. Right, yeah. The thing is, everyone everyone has a different reasoning, haven't they? And everyone's on a different journey. And you know, if we was all taught this at an earlier age, if you know, if we'd have sat down at school and then said, right. Let's talk about pensions. Let's talk about your future. Let's talk about the fact that if you were to save £100 every time you got paid from the age of 16 to your, to your 55, you could retire with a million pound pension. But that's yeah. the information that isn't being told to us early enough for us to yeah. make concrete decisions. You, you, you know, Wayne, you're good because you stumbled across it. Your lifestyle dictated that you weren't going to waste no money on Thunderbirds on a weekend and <laughs> a big bag, big bag of bud and all them things. You. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I waste no money on that, man. I'm, I'm a music man. You know what I mean? And that's good. And you've proven that by doing that has allowed you to have that kind of freedom. But like, like Sai says, man, everyone's on a different trajectory, mate. I meet some people who can't even, they can't even hold money in their hand. You can that in their hand like water, man. It's like, it almost burns their skin. They have to throw it away as quick as they possibly can. That's I hate you know appreciate, I mean? lack of appreciation, yeah. though, isn't it? I hate well, man. You know something? It is, it's lack of appreciation, but we don't understand money. They think that money yeah. is something that you're getting and you spend straight away because 
That's what you do. Nah, man. Yeah, yeah, but even that, though, Nigel, that could be the best thing they ever did if they knew what they were spending. And this well, is what it is. Yeah, like, true, lack of true. a conscience. Because like, don't get me wrong, you're right in what you're saying. And Wayne was right what you're saying about putting money away. So everything's right. But what I will say is, like, these people who are choosing, like you say, now this, it's not even so much, like, man will do that with 20, 30 quid. And you can say every, uh, we've all got a bit of that in us. So, you know, I'll go and buy yeah. or whatever this week. But it's the people there who are not used to having money yeah. And suddenly, and someone sticks ten grand in their hand, like mm. it's not the fact that they're, they're flying through that money. Because if you had that ten grand, you might fly through that money too. But you've already flew through that money with the forethought of going. Just that thought, ten yeah. grand is making me twenty grand. That's going to make you yeah. even more money. Whereas yeah, exactly. that man is going to the pub, he's taking yeah. all his boys out, he's going for yeah. a drink, buy the car in Dubai and that yeah. for a week and that, and go yeah, hire yeah, a, yeah. a luxury car and that, and then bam, bam, look at me. Two glasses, two bottles of Shirat later, and that, and the sat broken, like just just back yeah. in their bed, sit with nothing. Whereas you yeah. might, you might not have that money sat down. You might turn around and go ten grand, flipping out. You know, I've had this investment opportunity, or oh, you flip it, mate. You flip, you flip, you flip it. You just flip it, flip yeah. it, or invest yeah. it. At the end of the exactly. day, it's like there's nothing that anyone needs right now unless it's life threatening that you 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 have to actually go and buy. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. you know people going like you say. I, I've never been a designer clothes man. Because for me, it's like, why yeah, I go pay 150 pounds for a pair of jeans? Well, yeah. after I've washed them three times, they look faded like any other pair of jeans I've got to the yeah, yeah. bank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's like, forget that. <laughs> it's just not about that, is it? It's just not about yeah. base, do you know what I mean? And I think I think a lot of time, and this is, for me, like, the, the best thing in life that you can always tell anybody, like, you can give them all, like, loads of different bit of advice, but for me, the best thing is, is just be, just be tactful, not tactful, be like... What's the word I want to look for? Just take time with your decisions. Like, there's two things that I always, I'll, you know, I'll, people talk about meditation, this, that, and the other. I always say, look, no, re- reflection is one of the best things that any person can ever like do. Just take time to have a look back, at least at your own yeah. life, and that. But you know Just something, when you got, young, 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 young people are impulsive. So yeah. you know, imagine having that conversation from, you know, someone, so what, you know, a group of men our age talking to us when we was 15, 16. Yeah. With a with a roll out eyes and then yeah man, whatever, but you guys are the <laughs> world. And we just kind of the thing is every man has to follow their path, but if you give them knowledge, and I'm talking about that money knowledge from an early age, at least it's that, that seed's planted. If someone's told at the age of ten, if you save money every month, blah, blah, you will be, you know what I mean, and they're told that often and regular and told about investments and told about opportunity and told about doing business. That per- that's a different person coming out of school. Yeah. That ain't that ain't some standard clone, oh, I'm going to go and work for the council. That's someone who's like, right, you know something, this world's bigger than just bloody uh, working in some place for the rest of my life. Let me see what's yeah. out there. Let me you know what I mean. And 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 that's what's lacking right now. And Absolutely. obviously there's, there's there's a reason why, you know, if you create a nation of entrepreneurs, who is gonna do the flipping shit jobs? Exactly my point. Which is why no, no, that we've stuck with a school system that is literally, and it's, you can have a look at this itself, the, the, the syllabus, the curriculum is literally Victorian. <laughs> Victorian. Oh, yeah. I agree. Everything I agree. else has moved forward except schooling. Like, the, the, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They call things different things, key stages. And this class, the lessons, that the breakdown and how it's meant to be and how it's... The, the actual thought behind it, the the psychology behind what the schools they should in, like incorporate. You know, what I mean, is that you know? It's just the thing is, though, I, I will say in defence because obviously I'm a teacher myself. Um, a lot of that 
comes from central government. Education, oh, yeah, yeah. Ed- education, what is taught and how is dictated by government policy. So until you change government policy and make them realise that you're, you know, you're, ch- you're just churning out people who've got no hope, then mm. it's always going to be the same. They're saying, look, we've got to have this minimum standard of this and this minimum standard of that. Which, you know, in fairness, yes, kids do need to have those minimum standards because life is hard. It's hard enough. If you can't read, then life is hard. I've just come oh, up with a subject for school ones, going. Go on. I want to. I want to say though, but what what has which what has really changed like in the last like hundred years? Like for me, I think people are smarter now. So what people used to take maybe I don't know five years to learn, they learn it in six months now. I think people well, are well, more the, capable. The, the, you've got more resources. I yeah, mean, exactly. Guys, well, yeah, so that's knowledge that's, is more yeah, as well. You've yeah, got a better but, base knowledge anyway. But, yeah, that's that, what I'm saying. That, so I think. That, that, that ease of acquiring knowledge also has meant that people aren't that bothered about acquiring knowledge. The fact that it's so easy, yeah, it's like, true. oh, I'll look tomorrow. I'll look next week. Oh, I'll know. find that. I'll find know, that man. next month. I don't know, I don't man. Know, man. I, 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 the thing is, what you got to remember is, if you're, some of, these, some of these kids, I'm not saying all of them, there's some real good kids out there, but some of these kids will ask a question and they've got a smartphone in their hand. And that's what I'm saying. That kind of awareness of, hold on a second, you've got, you've got something in your hand which is like a portable assistant. You can ask you any question that you want and you're sitting there going on like you don't know the answer to things. He said, all right, come on, man. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You know what I mean? That's the next best thing to having someone just whispering in the ear all the answers. What's capital? What's the capital? So I'm like, yeah, man, is this? And they don't even, they can't even think that much. And that's what I'm saying. Life, life yeah. comes. Easy to get information, but it's so easy now that people don't value getting information. See, when I was growing up, all I used to do was read. Read, read, read. I'd have a book when I was eating. When I was going to bed, I'd have a book. If I sit on the toilet, I'd have a book. When I was, when I was doing my paper round, I'd have a book or I was reading papers. Because I was right at a first, man. I used to live in the library some, some weeks. You know what I mean? And, yeah, but it was hard. It was hard but to do it. You wanted it. But now it's there. And it's like, well, yeah, it's there, man. It's just, it's just for granted, isn't it? But... Yeah, school has got to change. Yeah, I got my PhD in woman chasing at the same time, but it didn't lead me to the same success and that, you know what I mean? That's, we're all guilty of losing uh, our way because yeah, of... Well, you know, I thought of a, I actually thought, you know, like when we were talking about, you know, this whole curriculum, you know, thing, going back to this, just quickly scared after that. Um, like the fact that it is so old and the fact that it needs modernising, that you think a real good... Because obviously, you know, in poor schools, obviously in, in academies and everything like that, when well, they're not poor, yeah. but they're just not for the working layman. Yeah. You know that they teach you, like Nigel said, to be a worker bee. But if you go to Eton or Harrow or any one of those places, you know they're actually teaching you straight away how to be a leader. They're not... Yeah. They've never, ever talk to you as though you're ever going to be a worker beater. Yeah. That's not your expectation of you. Yeah. That's not the expectation. So you're taught leadership. So I was thinking, shouldn't that be a course or a class that's, you know, available to people? You know something? The thing is, all, all, all of that is... But unfortunately... Gained, it's not part of the curriculum. Schools have to buy that in. So, for example, I know a guy who runs leadership courses for kids and that. Well, he yeah. has to approach schools and you know do a sales pitch and say, "This is what's going to happen. This is what we'll get from it." Blah blah. So it's not. So it's something that's happening. There's a lot of private companies right now who are doing initiatives and got. So, for example, I'm doing something with a training company on the 10th of March, and it's about. Um, Oh, what's it about? Oh, God. She went through it with me as well. It's completely gone out of my head. But basically, I'm, I'm doing this course on money management. 
So we're going to take okay, Martin, yeah. Martin Lewis's kind of stuff that he's put together for schools which yeah. has been rejected and we're going, to, we're going to deliver that. So I'm going to deliver that all day to about yeah. 100, 100 kids. So they are trying to do things, but man, you know something? They've got a lot of distractions as well still. And right, life's different. You know, the thing <laughs> is, though, one thing that you will notice though, like I'll, the one thing I will rate the kids for is that the ones who seem to have that little bit of interest, like I remember when I was seven, I picked up a map and I was, do- I was, I was given this map from a teacher actually, and it was, I had to collar it in. And it was yeah. something to do with James Cook or whatever it is, or Captain Cook going to the Spice Islands or something. And that gave me my love for geography and the world and everything. It really... Yeah. Me. So, like, no, there's going to be that time. Then two or three kids who are going to be inspired by this kind of Martin Lewis thing. Because Wayne, yeah. Lewis, if you know about him, he's a money, like, money expert kind of guy who does programs on TV. And he, he Martin Luther. Martin basically. Lewis. Martin Lewis. <laughs> he's, like, yeah, he's like a money-saving expert and stuff. And he, like, oh, yeah, okay. Economist or something, you know what I mean? I think he's better more than the money saving guy. But um, so like it's good to have stuff like that, but I think the leadership would be the real good thing, like to have like these like like Nigel was saying, they've got them in schools, but not not as some bought in thing. This should be part of the curriculum. Leadership is a key skill in life. If you've got to teach people the difference of between surviving and trying to get ahead and trying to plow forward and make a life for yourself, it's not enough to say, right, there's a there's a work a workplace out there for you. I think it's trying to say for those you show that initiative, you want to, you know, and there are those at the young age who, who are entrepreneurial, you know, you see, in completely different circles, you'll see 13 and 14 year olds now who hit the gym regularly, you know, and eat well and stuff like that. Well, now when I was at school, there weren't nobody going to, I didn't know a kid who went to the gym when I was I know, at school. I knew, I knew a few. I, I didn't know him. one. I, I'll tell you now, me, me and my mate Scott used to go down to the gym and we used to, what did we used to do? We used to play badminton or something. We didn't, go to, we, didn't, we didn't do any like gym sessions until I reached 15, 16 and I was thinking about joining the army. That was the only time when, and I, when I was doing cross country, I used to run on the treadmill. But apart from that, I didn't see anyone who goes to the gym. If you go into a school now, you know what I mean? Especially in an inner city area, there'll probably be probably five kids in every class who go to the gym regularly. thing is, though, it's, it's that imagery, isn't it? I mean, I'm obviously, obviously, I'm like a generation above you guys, so going to the gym when I was young, it was full of them, no disrespect jocks. to the audience, sweat, sweaty old, yeah, jocks. So, jocks, you, you, know, the, 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 you know, spend half the time looking in the mirror and looking at you and your scrawny self, and you're like, more, more cloud, please, are you looking at me more? <laughs> 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 what you got now, you got social media, you got imagery, you've got, 15 year olds with six packs going, yeah, man, look at, look at, look at, yeah, yeah, look at me with my hair, look at me with my six pack, look at, you know what I mean? So that kind of, that, 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 that aspiration for young boys as well, because remember, there was one time boys didn't care what they looked like, you know what I mean? Scruffy man, hey, Joe, what's that, man? Hair gels for humans, you know what I mean? But now you got man sticking up their hair, sticking up their eyebrows. Fair play to them, not something I'd do. Wearing makeup and that. Well, mate, like I said, not, not something I'd do. Well, fair play to them. It's you know coming, though. It's coming. No, 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 not for me, eh? But, <laughs> well, not for us, because we're older, but imagine hey, two kids. My son might the, be the, wearing the makeup. Only time, the only time I'm going to wear makeup, mate, is when I'm in a freaking coffin. So, <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so, they've got a lot of imagery to keep up with. So, Wayne, gym and when now. you was at school, do you remember anyone at gym? No, I remember when we went, because I went to Harrison in, in rugby, so... Um, I remember we used to have. Hey, yeah, I, I forgot you, Hensworth. 
Harry. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I was a Harry. Uh, Church uh, of England. Yeah, uh, yeah. Church of England uh, school, uh, rugby. Yeah, they they passed. They passed too. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Um, yes, in Harry's, we had a great time. You see, we um, occasionally, um, what's the word for visit again? The posh word? Vacated. We vacated. We vacated the gym. We we often vacated. No, not vacated, man. That's not the right word, man. That's dude. A, vacated means you left the gym, man. Just, I, I want. Anyway, look, look. We used to go to the. We were visited. Not as frequented. Not, Wayne, frequented. Frequented. Yeah. Frequented. We frequented, we frequented the gym. Yes. And um, yeah. Up until one of our um comrades um decided to um, comrades. Yeah. <laughs> We decided to, to <laughs> leave. Yeah, decided to leave his um, um urine in the sauna um, rocks on the sauna rocks. Yes, the oh. hot sauna rocks. Oh. He decided to urinate on the oh. hot sauna rocks, oh, and then yeah. that was the last of our visits to the sauna gym. Mm, <laughs> you should hang around with posh friends, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd think in this area that with all the posh guys, posh friends. That was the posh friends. Yeah, that was their idea of fun. Like, Joey pee on the stones, man, while it's heated. He pees on it. I jump straight out the sauna, like, ah, I close the door and hold the door shut while everyone's screaming, ah! Getting all... Don't say any names, but do no. I know who the person is? Yeah, yeah, of course you do. You used to have a, you used to have a fringe. He was a bowl over the fringe. A bowl over the fringe. Do you know who it is? I know who it is. Oh, no, you no, don't know who it is, Nigel. No, you can't, can't possibly know who it is. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought it was someone that you were you wedding, but fair enough then, no. No, 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 no. Hey, no, no, listen, man. Listen, listen, listen. What's our subject? Oh, I know. Let's move on. Actually, no, we was, um, <laughs> was actually talking about something that was a... Uh, yeah, while we're on this subject, we're talking about um, imagery, so, social media. That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, we're talking about oh, social filters, and it because uh, me and Sai, you know, we stumbled across some stuff, and you... We realize that people have, have you know, you know, there's, there's these women now, especially women. This refers mainly to women because women are the worst for this. I know men do it as well because men are punks, but women are the worst for this. <laughs> what they do, yeah, they take a picture. From, you know, they have these sick angles games. You know, with women. I saw a girl the other day, uh, naming no names, actually, um, my my friend's wife. And like when you see her, <laughs> when you see her, she looks like a bag of spanners, and it she looks like literally a bag of spanners. I'm like, yo, who's this chick, man? Yo, what are you with her for? I love her. I'm like, Jesus Christ, love, love is blind, man. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, anyway, she posts a picture on social media and on, on a WhatsApp status. Yo, she looked like, she looked look like, good, the, you know. she looked she proper look good. good. I was like, yo, did she get her hair did? She got her hair did? Hair <laughs> done. Yeah, but this is how the Americans say it. She got her hair did. The thing is, right, <coughs> that's, that's the whole addiction of... That's the scam? So, social media, isn't it? You know, it depends on... Well, you say it's a scam. It's, it's a, a scam, scam, dude. If you're, if you're kind of looking to, in, 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 into, you know, looking to start something, at the end of the day, it's like, a man of your age now, mate, you must realise that the world is false. You must realise, you must yeah, I know, that, I know. Mate, you've only got to go out on a Friday or Saturday night to any city centre oh, in, the, in the UK I don't know about Germany and you'll see lots of falseness you'll see false this false that so, so the fact that it's false on Instagram it's no different to real life man you know what I mean it's just, that's just the reality of it it's, it's all false tell me if I'm wrong Simon <laughs> well oh, sorry I just want to finish the story um, this is, I'd like to interject for just one moment okay um, now let me just get in this for one second now I do agree to a certain extent, 
because you know, oh, yeah, tell me you remember the film. I'm going to get you a sucker when the, yeah. the woman starts taking off her, all her like oh, everything took off her eyelashes, took off yeah. her yeah. hair, yeah. Her hair. Yeah. Then yeah. she starts taking off leg and arm yeah. and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 The thing I will say though about that, yeah, is at least when you're going, say if you're going to go on a date with this girl, yeah, and we're not talking filters now, we're talking about false eyelashes and nails and head and, and blah, blah, blah. When you go and see him, you go, yo, she looks fire. And you know it's false, but she looks fire, yeah. Now, Instagram, say, for instance, or the social media networks are available. That, now, when you go and see the girl, she looks fire on Instagram. But when she t- turns up, she looks like a warthog, like her name should be Pumba. So it's the opposite, like, it's falseness. But it is, it's photographic falseness. It's editing. It's basically like, go on and shop. But when they don't turn up with the Photoshop look, they, they, they don't look like that anymore. You have to put them for a lens to make them look like that. And Actually, you know what? That might be... That dude, now, just to cut you off a sec, side, Nigel, that might be a business idea, man. What's that? We create, we create a lens that makes you look just like you do on Instagram. Yo! Now you create the glasses so somebody that's looks it? Like you, sees that in it, yeah? Exactly. Yo, yeah. Nigel. What do you think, man? You mean Nigel? Simon, come up with it. Why are you talking to your brother about it? Was, so I was wait, the businessman. I'm my idea. We'll call it Black Obelisk lenses. <laughs> Instagram lens. Yeah, like so, so yeah. it's basically a lens with a, with a built in filter. So when you walk around, all, especially all the girls, they look way better. You know, they've got that, like it puts them in automatically the angles that you see them on the pictures. Just get drunk. Same effect. Beer man. goggles. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. The world been invented. The world been invented, mate. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah that's that's and, that, and what me and Simon was talking about was. Based, sorry, did you want to carry on, Simon? Sorry. No, no, no. You had something. Come on. Uh, what me and Simon was basically talking about was like, hold on a minute. But the the thing is, it's not that they do these filters and stuff. You know, it's the fact that they. They believe they start looking like that. They believe that they're these hot chicks and they get the south, the fall. You know, because let's be honest, man. On Instagram and all these sites where you put picture up and all these strangers are right, yeah. When you look at the strangers, come first of all, it'd be mostly women saying, Oh, you're so beautiful, babe. Oh, you look so beautiful. You look so beautiful. <laughs> and I'm looking like, Oh, she doesn't, man. You start like, with guts to tell she looks like a broomstick. Yeah, well, that's, that's not the world we live in, my friend. Is yeah, well, yeah, but the thing is, and then the next guys will be giving them validation. Is these Muslim dudes, man? These dudes are starving because half their women's been women have been genocided. In um... <laughs> yeah, come, that dude. Guy's more controversial dude. Than dude. Yeah, come on, dude. You, now listen, listen, dude. Listen, these 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 dudes in India got no women and they're hungry because of the rules and like uh, Pakistan and, and Saudi Arabia and all these guys. So they're the ones who are writing on there, oh, you look so good. You want to taste my willy? You wanna t-? And you're like, what is wrong What profiles are you looking up, man? Because I ain't seen any of that. Okay, dude, go on to Instagram. Go on to Instagram right now. Put in beautiful girl, sexy bum. Go look at her comments. You're going to oh, see dude, right I, now. You know what it is? I must be doing the wrong searches then because I ain't seen <laughs> Just put on models, put you can put anything. Like, look, look, I'm gonna do it right now. Let me back you up now. Let me back you up a little bit. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop this. I'm gonna drop this right now. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna find a, a hot girl right now and watch watch all her comments. A comments with some Indian dudes in from, from Saudi Arabia or the UAE or something talking about you look so sexy. Can I come and meet you? And you're like, yo, dude, what is that about? <laughs> 
<laughs> so much fantasy, mate. It's called fantasy. And the world is within touching distance now. So them say, man, for them, it's like, this is golden. I can talk to, talk to white women from all over the world. It's the first, <laughs> dude, the first, man. And it annoys me because they make it look like all men are horrible. You know what I mean? Because we're all, all we do is predator and, you know. Nah, nah, nah. Mate, the thing is, right, let's be honest. Why, why, should, why would you care? I don't care. Yeah, I mean, their lives ain't your lives. Them, 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 them Instagram girls, you see. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I'm going to push back a little bit here. No, I think we should care. And I'll tell you why. Because back in the day, no, I'm not going to say anybody should know that the world shouldn't be judged on looks alone, and it. Like, sometimes, you know, like an intelligent girl or whatever it's in that mean. But the problem that we had is, like, people, there was a high the social hierarchy out there for good or bad. Nice girls, all right girls, yeah. Had a good chance with and then the mudfish, like pretty much, you know, they'll get what they can get. Obviously, people can earn extra points for niceness or whatever that can put a four girl up to a seven. Me and my have had plenty of conversations about that. But now it's like the girls are twos, they can they can they can boost themselves up to a five. And once they start feeling that they're five, that means they're all right. They don't feel all right because they're not used to feeling all right. So now they feel fantastic. So now these girls who, like, you would never even look at now, they'll be like, eh, eh, move out of my face, mate. You can't talk to me and everything. You're thinking, really? Because, you know, I, like, you was looking like a giant haystack around here and, that, and like, now you're walking like you feel like you're, like... like Adriana Lima or something. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't bother. Yeah, like Camila Cabello or something. That, you know? Don't bother me, to be fair. <laughs> I'm honest. <laughs> I, know, I know you don't care about it, but the thing is, I think in the general, you know, if we're talking generally for the for the for our successors, the males, you know, the male sector of the, you know, yeah, that's that's right. they, they even they know it's all false. It's all false, man. At the end of the day, they're living in a false world. It'll go full cycle, man. Then this coronavirus come and lick up some heads, and then you, you'll see the world change again. As we just <laughs> had it, we've had our first case now in Germany, man. Have you? Yeah, man, it's it's, hey, it's they're talking. It's, they're talking eighty million deaths, man. Would would we um we're on the way, man, dude. We're on the way, man. We're on the way. What's, Actually, what's what's that? bad that death in America as well. First yeah. death in America. I mean, I mean, obviously they're saying certain age groups and immune systems and blah blah blah. But the fact that the thing is, to me, this is just the flu. It's another flu because the symptoms are flu symptoms. So. It's like every year we have the flu. Every year people die from the flu. Well, this one, obviously, they're worried about because of the saying it's, you know, it's a strain that I haven't seen before. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's our fault, man. It's our fault. I don't, I don't care about Instagram and filters and that. Make them do what they The thing is, if somebody needs to do that to boost themselves up, who are we to, who are we to knock them down? Well, yeah, I mean, tr- when you look at it like that, yeah, true. But the thing is, you don't want to... It goes the other way, is, what, some of them what, get what, arrogant, what, though. Yeah, but what you got to remember is there's a lot of... Right now, you know, you guys both understand about mental health issues. Mm. And if some girl taking her photo and making herself look nice helps her to live a, a seemingly normal life where she's got demons... It's not like that, though. It's making, her more decept- it's making her more depressed because she's going to look in the mirror and say, I actually don't look like a girl on the filter. The, 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 you That's know what happens. That's well, yeah, well, yeah, okay. It's a, num- it's a numbers game. You can never, you can never, you can never say that's what happens because a, you're not a woman and you don't know from a woman's perspective what happens. And b, you know, you're talking of millions, billions of people across the world, so you can't 
ever generalise and say that's what happens because yeah, in one or two cases, but a lot of people I know people who use social media because it just helps them with themselves. Escape. It helps them with their as their confidence makes them kind of it helps them. You know what I mean? So it's the thing on Facebook that wraps it up, bro. The thing on mm-hmm. Facebook that wraps it up. He says a guy turns around and says, "Imagine there's no Instagram tomorrow. You're not a model anymore." You know what I mean? And that's just broken it straight down, bro, because that's the actual truth. These girls, and I'm not dissing them. Like, I'm not saying, like, listen, if I was a girl, I don't know if I'd be doing the same thing. I don't know. Because a lot of people getting clever now, they know how to monitor, like, monetize this. You know, mm-hmm. they'll get 70,000, 80,000 followers, and they'll get them doing something, and then they're paying. So, like, no, they're making money, which is, a you know, that's... More, that's more, more, probably more money than us three put together. <laughs> exactly. So it's product, like, in certain terms, like, that, like, as, I, I rate them for that. It's a new, it's a new age, guys. It's a new age. This is the new mm-hmm. rich. We, you know, yeah. the thing is, you can either not even hate hate it, but this this is the way the world is. Will it change? Yeah. The genie's out the bottle. And for me, it's like, let them do it. The thing is, yes, you're right, Wayne. Some girls will be affected because they think, well, we need to look like that all the time. Um, but others will say, yeah, I'm glad that, you know, people, are, you know, I'm, I'm confident and this is making me more confident. And others will run businesses and... If you think about it, all these things in isolation would never have happened 20 years ago. So it, it's, just a, it's, just, it's just a new way of doing things, isn't it? But no, no, you know I mean, make, make them do it, man. Filter, make them, they can have blue skin, green skin. I'll tell you what I hate. I hate Snapchat photos. I hate Snapchat photos. I hate when I see them Snapchat ears, Snapchat glasses, Snapchat. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> With passion. But, you know, at the end of the day, people do them and do them. Like, yeah, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, let's move on to the topic now because I want to talk about something else. Uh, okay. I've been asking everyone in the last um, podcast. Okay. The last podcast, the question was, uh, would you date a transden- transden- transgender person? This was, this was a, on the last two podcasts, this was interesting to see what people thought. And now I'm going to tell you what my I eye, thought. My, my, my eyes twitching, man. What, yeah, I know. What I thought. See, the thing is, <laughs> although this is more of a, how is it? A mash, mash, a patriarch, pa- patriarch? How do you say it? I can't say the words. This is more of a macho group of people. We are all kind of macho. So I'm guessing all our answers are going to be quite similar. I'll tell you what. Actually, yeah, I'm going to tell you what I thought when I was asked this question. Because it was, it was put to me and I was like, oh man, that's a tricky question. Now, Okay, trans- I think everyone knows what a transgender person is, but basically what I'm talking about is the people who now no longer identify themselves as that, the sex that they are born. So like he might be, a, he might be born a male, but he's like, no, I identify as a female. I'm now a female. I'm going to dress like a female. I'm going to be a female. That's it. And at some point, I'm going to probably go for the change and do nine yards. Now, see, for me, I was like, man, okay, so, or vice versa, of course. So for me, I'm like, okay, so if I get like, with a guy, who's now a girl, to me, I mean, if she doesn't tell me she's a bitch anyway, excuse my French, but if, she ta- <laughs> but if she's like, okay, I'm a girl, I'm, I'm a girl now, even post-up or, pre- I don't know, whatever. Uh, she looks like a girl, because some, some women look, some, so look, let's be, Simon can vouch for me here, you, we've been to Thailand, man, and trust me, some of these lady boys are fantastic, man. They're fantastic, believe me, they look good, and, and it could make most guys fall in love with them, really, believe me. So, a, a, a guy who is now a girl, so a girl who was a guy, would ask me out for a date. Now, 
suppose he's, as long as she's told me, I think it would always be a no because I would still know that she was a dude. I would smell it. I'd be like, man, I was a dude. That was a dude. That was a dude. What do you mean, smell it? I don't know, man. I just think, I just think that men smell funny. What are you smelling? What are you smelling? Man, 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 no, I got the guy who's now a girl. Yeah. So normally most people, like all everyone else was like, yeah, actually, even, even Link, I asked Link the question. He said, um, actually, he said he, would date, he said he would date a girl, I think, who was a guy, as long as he didn't know. Me, I well, wouldn't. You know, then you're not dating, then you're not doing it by choice. No, you have to do it. It has to be a conscious choice, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. I think to say that kind of, he weren't actually answering your question. Without with no disrespect to Lincoln, like, I love you, brother, but he's not answering your question. What you're saying is, if you don't know, then you don't know. You're just dating a girl. Would you date a trans but, girl? But that is the very essence of it, because to, to know you're dating a trans girl, you're going to have to know you're dating a trans girl. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So if you, if you don't know, then in your head, you're just dating a girl. The, the facts yeah. may appear that way. It's like if you're dating a cheat, you might not know that she's a cheat. She might be your wife and the love of your life and your soulmate as far as you're concerned, but she had damn cheat. So, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. You don't actually know. So the Schrodinger experiment, I think it was. Is that the one where like the cat's in the box or something? You don't know if it's live or dead until you open the box. So that, that's what that is. Um, but if you actually, what Wayne, I think, hopefully he was asking is would you Got to actually date a trans girl, knowing that she's a trans girl, or would a girl date a trans guy, knowing that he's a trans guy? You know what I mean? I think that's the actual thing, like a conscious decision. Like, okay, this person looks like every bit like a woman. She hasn't got no square jaw off. She doesn't look like Joe Swanson out of American Dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> she looks like a woman. You know what I mean? Like that. That's it. You know what I mean? She's got all the parts and everything. Is that my okay? my 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 answer would be no. Purely because my my, I know how my head works. And my head would always go back to that point, and it's not just that as well. Someone who's gone through what would be a huge emotional, um, physical, and psychological change like that is going to have a lot of issues. Which I mean, we know, you know, we know, I'm a little tired for that man. <laughs> so a resounding no. Yeah. Okay. My head, my head wouldn't let me do it. My so you would, would be like, like either way, either way. So if a, a guy is now a girl, or obviously a girl is not, obviously I'm thinking, would you date a girl who's now a guy? Yeah. Would you date a girl who's now a guy? No, no, because now you mean she's like would I, date, would I date a guy? Well, a girl who's now a guy. That's a guy. <laughs> See, the thing is, that's that's where the difficult difficulty comes in because I would, and I said, and I quote myself, of course. I would feel gay whichever way. If I dated a girl who was a guy, I'd feel gay. If I dated a guy who's really now a girl, like a guy, I'd, yeah, I'd be I like. Mean, I mean, I mean, that, I mean. To be fair, I didn't even think of it like that. I mean, mine would just be purely because I just it was, wouldn't, I couldn't because it, yeah, yeah. Like, I <laughs> because because it used to be a man. You know what I mean, and that's why, all, you know, this 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 gender neutral thing for me is like, well, okay, that's fine, but at some stage in your life, I hope. Medically, you don't need to determine what, what, what you are because that may save or save your life. You know what I mean? Because obviously, you know, there's certain 
um, chemicals, anesthesia, whatever, that are given to certain people based on what sex they are, age, anything else, all these other little factors. You know, and then the so, sporting things to consider as well that we've well, discussed previously as yeah, well. Yeah, so it's you like, I mean? for me, it's like, that's why I think to myself, you know, crazy well, because at some point you've got to actually say, oh, well, I was, or I am, or I was born at, or this is what, you know what I mean? Because your life could depend on it. Well, and I asked us another story for another day. Well, yeah, for the answer for that. I think it's such, funny. I think this topic, it's one of those, like, I think, because we could have people, I could really bring people in who could be really useful to this conversation. I'm sure Wayne could as well, you know what I mean? But, in, yep. but I mean, I, I can really bring people into this conversation. Because I'll be honest, um, I, I, I came very close <laughs> to seeing somebody who was, had full change because I had no idea. Literally, they told me beforehand, but I found out, and even to this day, if you see her, she looks like a girl. So to me, you know what I mean, as well, especially, like, so it must have been something she was transcending like transitioning through from young because she's probably now in her 20s or something so it's yeah, one of them yeah. and i've seen people go the other way where um where they used to be a uh, female and now they're a guy and the person i'm actually referring to i'm not going to mention his name but um i mean obviously i know a couple um i know wayne knows you know somebody as well but the, the one i'm thinking of is, is a guy who went on to the x factor as a guy and he was quite controversial. In fact, I might say his name. Well, just his first name anyway. His name's Felix. But um, Robbie Williams was actually um, sort of like sort of bad mouth in the paper. The papers didn't like him because they asked Felix what his name was when he was a girl on stage and stuff like that. But when Felix now, when when you say he looks like a, a guy, he looks like a hench, mixed race guy, like hench. You know what I mean? Gym does fitness stuff and everything like that. Any girl who would see him would look at him and think he's a very good-looking guy. Now, I've only ever known him as a guy, so it's not something that I've had to ever really think about in too much depth. But um, I, I know of him as a woman, and I've seen a picture of him as a woman, uh, as a girl, sorry, as well. And I've seen old Facebook posts that are talking to him as a woman and everything like that. But he has always, for a long time, identified as a guy. And... His voice has changed and he's definitely a lot more manlier. His mannerisms were always quite, um, you know, uh, manly. So he obviously, I'd, he went, the change starts long before they have the operation. But I think any girl who would see him and like him, I can't imagine them bothering the girls. I think it's different for a guy. I think this whole, I don't want to be seen as gay, is a lot bigger for guys than women. Women are quite open about being gay a lot of the time and usually if there's any problem with it it comes from the older generation rather than their peer groups no yeah i guess actually i guess he's right i guess that's what what's probably happening and it's more so more of um social pressure more than anything isn't it there's a lot so, of no. negative connotations around being homosexual as a gay, not, not homosexual being a gay man I think it's different nowadays to being a gay woman. I'm not saying there's no prejudice because that'd be ignorant to me. A lot of women go through prejudice, but I'm saying in general, you know, the guys go, "Ooh, lesbians," you know what I mean? And they like it. I know a lot of women are very open about talking about sleeping with women and everything. I know a lot of women like that. A lot. Yeah. So I don't know any guy who's not gay, openly gay, who says, oh, "I sleep with guys." See, so this is what I'm saying. Now I'm going to tell you the results from the the, the Family Affair podcast that I do. They all said they would date a transgender trend person, and they were all women. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, because we're men, for some reason we we haven't got over this 
you know, this male macho thing where the women are just like, yeah, I'll date, I'll date either one, a man who's a woman or a woman who's a man. It'd be cool. Be all I right. think it's changing, though. I think if you used to ask this question in 10 years' time... Yeah, 10 years' time. Whole, yeah, but I mean... Like, I think there's going to be straight people in 10 years' time. From, I think well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying now. It is sort of morphing into one. I know people who are openly bisexual, guys as well, but they've never had a problem in their peer group saying they're bisexual, so it's not really a problem. But I, I got introduced to a guy who I was told like he was bisexual and everything like that, and it's never really crossed my mind. I spoke to him enough times. He doesn't act camp, but I know camp gay people. I think they're funny as hell. I find them brilliant company and that. I'd have no problem sitting down, eating a meal, chatting, being around a very, very openly camp gay person, whereas I know a lot of people, that would really hurt them. You know, it'd really be like, oh, I can't be seen with this person. They're embarrassing <laughs> me. me. I, think, I would think they're funny. I, but I, it came, I was in that position of kind of prejudice as well. And so I had a team leader who was very openly gay and very camp and everything like that. And uh, in my previous job before that, I had a, a guy who was gay. And I said to him, like, Look, my, my other uh, supervisor, she was beautiful. I said, oh, she's nice, isn't it? And it's now nah, wrong side of the field for me, mate. I was like, what? The more I heard from this guy before was football and ninjas. That's what he used to think as well. I was thinking, that's not really gay. And then the next, next guy who I worked with, he was like a state. He was like, you know, he was singing musicals around the workplace and dancing all light feet. You know, like, that's how he was. But because of that and because of my exposure to him and having to work with him and not having to, but working with him and getting to know him, you kind, you kind of get, what's the word? Um, where it just becomes second, you know, you, you see it all the time. So it just becomes, it doesn't. No, I, basically, the basically, ba ba basically your mindset regarding that yeah. situation is, is changed because we well, got to remember guys, look man, we're, we're all people of colour. We, unfortunately, uh, well, mm -hmm. unfortunately or fortunately, our culture dictates, and it ain't about. Did any of you guys read Bob Crow? Mind's breaking up quite bad, you know, there, Nigel. Yeah, I was going to say, everyone's life seems to be breaking up today. Uh, did any of you guys read, read the Jim Crow laws? Well, uh, I've, uh, I've read some of the stuff, yeah, the red line yeah, and stuff too, like that. Yeah, yeah. So. And I'm not saying it's just that, but we, as a as a as a community, it's like that thing there is, it's it's just it's 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 bred into them that you have to have to hate that thing there. That makes sense. So even growing up, I didn't even know about all these things, but I knew the words because people would shout it at other people. And, yeah, my, 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 my. I mean, so but like you, Simon, I've worked and been around a lot of people. Are we losing your life? Losing me? What's going on with my signal, man? I'm still here, man. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? 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 So, like you, I've worked around a lot of people who have been both lesbian, gay, whatever. And you know something? You're right. They're funny as fuck, mate. They can laugh to you from flipping sides, sir. And yeah, yeah. the thing is, when you when you was young, you was taught that oh, these guys they're gonna come and snatch you off the streets and this that. and it was never actually gay men who did that. It was us paedophiles who did that. But they all got wrapped up in the same thing of that debauchery and all that. And it was it was fear. They tried to put fear into you about these people. But they're just normal people like me and you. I remember one of Kevin's teachers at school. He was gay. 
he used to go to school in some some tight trousers and some, some big long boots and that and his hair was all flicked and he was nice and he used to skip to school you know he used to walk down the school skip down there with his little rucksack <laughs> you know what I mean it's like but it's taken time for society to catch up Mm. And, and most certainly out. if you went to Jamaica and, and Karen said yeah man gay get, they'd, they'd run you out of Jamaica because yeah, yeah. Well, what you've got to remember as well is that this European Bible which has been battered into these people for the last 400 years has words in there which contradict what the Western world are now saying is right so what you're, you know what I mean so that's why you've got to realise is that religiously as well because religion dictates a lot of people's values and mindsets and you ain't gonna tell someone who's deeply religious you'll, you'll find it very difficult for them to switch their belief especially from our community yeah. especially from the community and not just that like, look at the evangelical community in America and the apostle and um, I can't apostle uh, I can't remember church you know like these uh very very southern American Texan kind of yeah, evangelical yeah, yeah. kind of church these Baptist yeah. churches these these don't ramp when it comes to homosexuality. They'll be oh, they are just as prejudiced, if not more yeah. prejudiced than Yardis and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yardis say bond chichi man. The Confederates will bond the chichi man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They do it, not. And that's the thing. And that's over and there. that's the and that's the hatred. What that hatred comes from, if you think about it, religion. Because where else are you going to read something? that says in writing, but remember, these people have been, you know, they've been sent to church every week. Where else are you going to read that, a contradictory statement about yeah. what they say is all right? That, that the Bible, isn't it? Or the, yeah. or the Quran or, or one of the other religious texts. Those books were written by men. Men at that time were scared or frightened of this thing which was going on, maybe. Well, I don't know. But billions of people are infected, you know, I'm going to say the word, infected with religion. That's where they yeah. base their oh, yeah, value on. Infection. They base their value on that, and that will dictate what their, the, their view of the outside world. So they won't change that unless, yeah. you know, one of their family members maybe. You know, if if their compassion for their family members strong enough, that will change their view. Um, yeah. But sometimes they'll turn away and say, you know, sort of family member, go on about your business. You're not interested in that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's. But that's what I'm saying. Where does it come from? It comes from religion. But if you think about it, that's why religion is, is getting, they're trying to um, dilute religion as well right now because if you think about it, we want to get that there. It's a real strange battle going on right now if you think about it because you've got religion, which this country was a Christian country, so-called, you know, 30 years ago, 1970s, shops was all shut on a Sunday. You couldn't buy this, you couldn't buy that. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to go to church. There's nothing else to do. They always had songs of praise on all day. You know what I mean? And that, that's the kind of that's changed. Yeah, yeah that's still like that in Germany, actually. Sundays. Yeah, Germany. Yeah, Germany still got religion. When, when we first came to Germany, mate, I'll tell you what, we loved it. And I'll tell you what I loved. We went down to that village on the Sunday. We walked around, bought our donuts, and all the shops were shut, and the bells was ringing. I was like, this is just like the old yeah, days in England, man. Bloody yeah. <laughs> hell. Just you know, like no rushing man. around. Everyone's just taking their time. and. Yeah, man, I, I, I like this. That's when, I, that's when I fell in love with Germany, actually. That's when I thought, yeah, man, I like Germany. But the, 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 as countries change, they, they, they are diluting religion because they recognise that religion gets in the way of this, uh, you know, everyone, just do what you need to do. If you're gay, gay, les, les, whatever, do it. But what I don't agree with is when they then 
attack other countries and say, you've got to change your human rights policy and you've got to accept this and accept that because these people have had this religion forced on them for hundreds of years. Yeah. Which has said to them that you're not supposed to be doing that. So for me, it's like, you can't just change these things overnight. It ain't going to change in our lifetime. No, sir. I just find it like absolutely hilarious, basically. Well, I don't actually, because it's not funny. If you think about people have died because of it. It's just when people look at religion and say like, that is literally the word of God as yeah. said by a man who told a man who told a man. Yeah, I know, you know I, mean? I know, like, I know. Like, listen, I, I never, ever would deny God's existence. I am probably one of the... You, you mate, but my friend, you are, mate, you, you are God. Yeah. You are God. But, yeah, wait, I believe, wait, I believe you, it. you I believe. are God. And every person has, has got Peace. God in them. Because you think God about it, right? The God if, 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 the thing is, though, if you think about it, what you say, what you say out loud, your words have power. You can stop someone in their tracks just by saying the right words to them. You can break someone's heart just by saying the right... You, you know how much power your words have got. So yeah. that's why people say, be careful what comes out of your mouth because you could actually cause somebody some real pain. But at the same time, that same power, if you are talking about yourself in a positive way, if you're talking about the positive things that are going to happen to you, guess what? Some of them positive things start bloody happening. Yeah, they do. So that's what I'm saying. You are... God, or you, you, you. We've all got God in us. So, so you know, just so have some man saying, oh, well, the Lord Jesus says... Blah, blah. No, no, no. I said that I want to bring goodness to the world, so I'm going to do that, and I'm going to find people to help me do that. You know what I mean? I don't need to say blah, blah, blah. I don't need to make a donation to the pastor's bloody family. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but yeah, for me, I think I see it as being one of the biggest biggest things in the, in the world which causes the most bloody problems man yeah it really is, is definitely is brainwashing man something something is just brainwashing because if everyone's got free will then they should have free will to decide what they want to do believe in not be have something rammed down their throat or be told if you don't do this you're gonna burn in hell and, uh, and all that all that rubbish there that's like what's that that's, 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 that's fairy tales man it's fairy tales I'm yeah. people fairy tales. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's, that's, that's my opinion of you all. <laughs> that's why you got all these ills, man. Black people get held down because somewhere in that book it talks about slaves and how slaves should respect their masters. You know what I mean? And, and then same people used to read yeah. that book when they was whipping black men and say, yeah, man, you must bow down because the good book says that you must bow down to your master, slave. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's they didn't what, just that's... say that. That was how it was clever. This is how you know it was more... Nigel, uh-huh. it was more manipulative than that. Because yeah. what they said is, no, you submit yourself to God's will because what's coming is going to be a better life than this. Exactly. So it was exactly. almost like exactly. martyrdom. Slavery, exactly. Better life. Better life my backside. Like, they had to believe, especially in that dis- desperate situation, well, what they were doing is mastering their lives to submit themselves to God's will so they can have everlasting yeah, peace and paradise. Yeah. Mate, and the thing is, right, it's, 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 this yeah. is why all religions have peace and paradise at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Because it's like, you can only get peace and paradise when you've left everything behind. Yeah, when, 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 when you're dead. <laughs> you to, what I'm about to say is, go through, go through trials and tribulations now, give us as much of your money as you can, and then when you're dead, yeah. we'll look after you. Mate, I've got, yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got a friend, right, who, who gets told that every week. He's, he's yeah. um, a, a photographer, videographer, and every week someone from church says, yes, if you do this and do that, and when he says, oh, well, can you pay me? Oh, God will, God will look after you. 
God will bless you. And then I said to him today, I said, how many business owners are in that church? He went, oh, there's loads, loads. I said, how many of them will give you work? He went, none. I said, how long have you been going there again? He said, about, about 10 years. I said, right, so you've been going there 10 years. You're giving them your work for free. You're taking photographs. You're doing video editing, all that. And they're saying that God's going to bless you. I said, my friend, listen, man, you need to get a grip. You need to get a grip of your life. You've got one life. Your life, your life is your life. (laughs) Man, but that's the thing. It's got some people in such a grip that they just, they're not living their life. They're living their lives with something else which ain't going to make them move forward. It's not about money. It's about freedom. It's about having choice. It's about knowing that you can actually be the best you can. And that's the things, thing, isn't it? And yeah. that's the sorry to jump in there, Nigel. No, I think it's a, a good timing because you guys know what I do with Igloo and everything like that. And you but you guys know that it's not been like an easy journey, it's been a rocky road, and I'm by no means there. But what I always say about anything that I'm gonna put out, anything that I'm gonna do, I'm not interested in fives and sixes. You know why? Because I'm perfectly capable of getting eight, nines, and tens. I'm capable. Mm-hmm. And it's that, it's, that, it's that kind of motivation that I know that you've got inside you as well, Nigel. It gets you up in the morning. We're going, you know what? I haven't got to settle for mediocrity. You know no. why? Because I'm not mediocre. You know exactly. what I mean? So I haven't, I haven't got to settle for that. So exactly. every time you do, all you're doing is making a conscious choice to be average. Mate, you know something, yeah. right? You're absolutely spot on there. And that's, that's if more people followed that mantra, they'd actually be happier. Because the thing is, you, you're not here for a long time. You know what I mean? You're here for a set amount of time, and there's a certain amount of time where you have to just slow down and put your feet and go, Where do you want to know? I'm going to collect my pension, I'm make sure my folks keep them teeth. So for me, it's about, you know, something. I don't want no regrets. I don't want to be thinking when I'm 55, Well, boy, I wish I had done this. I want to do it now. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to inspire people and drag people on the flipping journey with me, man. Yeah. And just make it flipping happen. And you know what I mean? It's that, that, that is for me, that is what I want to do. It's not about money. It's about, it's about, it's about, it's about, it's about, it's about, just about, just about getting a thingy. It's about, anyway, it's about. Just, just quickly, anyway, forget that. I just want to say, just before we wrap up the show, in it, did anyone watch the boxing at the weekend? You know, I watched the highlights, man, and oh, it was I just so it, good to watch him clap him down. Like, I, 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 I missed it, man. You know what I mean? I said to the wife, up, man. I said, should we get up at four? And we both looked at each other and just laughed. He started at six, <laughs> at five, no, man. He started at five, man. My friend told me, watch it. You got, you got to put four o'clock. We had to watch the fight before, and it didn't kick off till five. But well yeah. done to Tyson Fury, man. I mean, the thing is, I, I, I personally believe. I mean, I'm not even seen the man fight, but I truly believe that Anthony Joshua should just say, "No, for my friend, just have, have these belts, and 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 I'll meet you in the pub, man. We'll, we'll go for a drink." Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think oh, so oh, because he just yeah. beat up Anthony Joshua. I reckon yeah. he beat yeah. him up easily. Yeah, it will. It will. Because the thing is, Joshua right. caught him. Joshua's not knocking him out. Not what? knocking him down. Thing is, the only thing, all they're going to fight for is a payday. It's nothing else because there's only going to be one winner. It's just about a payday. That's so I'm not, not going to get caught up in that hype. I know that for you know, I just want to say something. Though, this Deontay Walder guy came out and said the reason why he lost because his costume that he had, I don't know if you saw him, he looked like, looked like the last boss in Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even like, see it. He was like, yo, go and have a look, man. He looked like the Black Knight, as um, Link said. Chat with the gold thing on his face and everything. Nah, it was, it was a gold. It was black. It was black, this one. Yeah, yeah. He always comes in some outlandish uh, costumes. And this time was like, he's basically too heavy for him. He was like uh, 18 kilos of weight. And that, because of that, when he got to the ring, his legs were gone. 
It's like, yo, you didn't do any running with weights and stuff, man. The Hunter Wilder costume. Yeah, yeah watch Rocky. Yeah, yeah watch Rocky. Yeah. 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 What kind of training you been doing, dude? What kind of training you doing? I do that and I'm not even an athlete. I run with weights. No way. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see what he's wearing. What the fuck's he got on his head? Yeah, don't ask me, man. Some frightening mask. Imagine if you saw that standing for you. What is it? That is peak intimidation right he's there, brave, man. He's, brave, he's raving that on the fire. He's saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, these guys, all, these guys all scraped the barrel, man, for the, the dead fish in the bottom, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good fight, man. If you get a chance, go and watch it, man. Yeah, I'm going to try and watch it. I'm waiting for it to come on YouTube, man, so I can watch it for free. I don't yeah. pay no money to watch no fight. It's already on YouTube. Or is it? I couldn't yeah. find it. I looked earlier. All right, man. Anyway, guys, thanks for being on the show again. Any last words, Sai? Yeah, he ain't got no words. Okay, Nigel, what are you going to wear? Well, well, this is sounding mad from my end. I don't know if he sounds like that like you're in. You sound like you're you, in the water. You sound, you sound like you're underwater, Sai. <laughs> All right, Nigel, you go ahead and tell, say last words. Hopefully, we'll get uh, on. Oh. No, not really anything this week. Just, just like I say, check us oh. out. Blue Music, as always. IGLU Music. And that's it, man. Nigel, I know you got an event tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Love Sales. Where uh, Love Sales hates any workshop crash course is taking place tomorrow in Canada. Do I? Six, six o'clock meet and greet and food, and six thirty start till eight thirty end. Come along, come and learn, come and improve your sales. I'm gonna have a bit. I'm gonna have a surprise in a couple of weeks. I'm just doing a new project that will be coming soon. I'm gonna be offering a lot more to business owners. So uh, watch this space. Alright man, that's Locker Room Talk with me, Sai, and Nigel. Hopefully next week we'll have Link back. Link! Yeah man. Um, yeah man, thanks for listening guys. If you know anyone who likes the podcast, give them a shout out. Guys, we'll see you in a bit. Yeah, peace. 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 The four horsemen of the black upper lips. Yes, we're here. Got lips. We're gonna do our thing. Cause we gotta do. We're doing the fingerlings. If you want to sing <laughs>